You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, I'm so glad you could join me today as we kick off a special three-week journey I'm calling Joy to the World while we prepare our hearts and minds in these coming days, creating the space and kind of finding the moments we need in the midst of the busiest time of the year to reflect on the extraordinary gift of joy that really is the reason for the season. Hey, but before we do Eastside, let me just say how thankful I am for each of you. I'm just completely blown away by the sacrificial commitments you made last weekend to our unfinished initiative. And if if you missed the big announcement, I just hope you'll go online and watch it. And also big news about our newest campus, God willing, coming this spring. Your level of generosity continually inspires me, and I'm just so humbled to lead us into this chapter as a church. Uh, We will be able to go further, faster in our mission of helping the lost experience the light and joy that is only found through Jesus because of you. And, And just thanks for leaning into this first week of our Christmas at the movie series we just finished. What a fantastic opportunity we have in the weeks ahead to invite family, friends, neighbors to this unique way to hear truth from God's word. And remember, due to copyright laws, you can only catch at the movies on one of our physical campuses. But if you're a part of our online campus, we have a special online-only series prepared just for you. Well, today we're starting the story of Mary and Joseph, the first two people to receive the good news of great joy. But for them, the good news didn't actually seem that good at first. I mean, think about Joseph for a moment. I mean, put yourself in his work boots for a moment and try explaining what was going on to your buddies on the job site. You know, Nazareth was a small town where everybody kind of knows everybody. Everyone watched the two of you grow up. Everybody knows that you've been engaged for a while. Probably like that couple in high school or college that everyone just knew were going to get married someday. Your upcoming wedding is the talk of the town. And and weddings in that culture were a really big deal, a huge party. So it was the social event that everyone's looking forward to. And then one day, you're walking your beautiful fiance to the door and she says, hey, before you go, Joseph, there's something I need to tell you and I'm not sure how to say it, but I'm pregnant. You're thinking, what? Pregnant? <laughs> You've kissed her a few times, but, but pregnant? And in an instant, your world falls apart. You get a lump in your throat. Your stomach starts churning because you know you are not the father. You start scrolling down a list of names in your mind of other guys she knows. I'll bet it's Jacob. I saw her talking with him one day at the market. But it could be Daniel. Yeah, I remember thinking that that he was flirting with her the other day. And you just start imagining little things and all the little looks. and, And you're about ready to take somebody out. Well, unfortunately, many of us can relate to this feeling because many of us, too, also know betrayal. We know it well. We've all been hurt by somebody. And some of you know what it's like to be betrayed by those you trusted the most. But even in the face of such bad news, Joseph doesn't retaliate. And then something totally unexpected happens. An angel appears to him in a dream and says, Joseph, go ahead and marry her. Mary did not betray you. She did not break your trust. She is still a virgin. The Holy Spirit has made her pregnant in a supernatural way. And the person inside of her is God, the second person of the Trinity, the long-awaited Messiah who will redeem the wrongdoing of the entire world and save mankind from their sin. 
So what would Joseph do with that? Would he trust this angel in the dream? Or would he say, you know what? I'm moving on. I don't have time for any of this God stuff. I've got a carpentry business to build. I've got a chariot I'm trying to make payments on. Wasn't planning on having kids right off the bat anyway, especially this way. You know what? I'm out. But look at what Matthew 1, 24 and 25 says. When, when Joseph woke up, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded and took Mary as his wife. But he did not have sexual relations with her until her son was born. And Joseph named him Jesus. Now imagine being marrying, Mary and having your world turned completely upside down in a moment. And not only was that moment hard, but try to imagine the next three years. They experienced grueling travel during the hardest part of a pregnancy. The birthing suite was a manure-filled cave 125 miles from home. They had no steady income, had to flee in an assassination attempt, do two desert crossings on foot with an infant, had no stroller, no car seat, no car, just trying to escape to a foreign country where you know nobody. Then try to live there in hiding for three and a half years, waiting on God for directions. Their, their new life as a young family, it was difficult, it was expensive, time-consuming, careers were put on hold, and every day was filled with uncertainty, except for one thing. They were certain that God was with them, and he would honor their humility, trust, and gratitude. That is what makes ordinary people extraordinary. What an impressive display of humility and trust. The two of them chose to walk by faith, surrendering their comfortable plans for what seemed like a bad situation. It didn't look like good news. They probably didn't feel very joyful at first. But through their humility and trust in God's plan, they really received the best and most joyful news of all. Let's pray today. God, I thank you for the start of this journey. I thank you for these two humble, ordinary, godly people who just opened themselves up to trust you on a very unexpected journey. And God, I just pray in the days ahead, we'll just trust you. We'll trust you with whatever's going on in our life, whatever challenges we're facing, that we'll walk closely with you and that in this Christmas season, as we draw close to you, we pray that you'll draw closer to us. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Catch you tomorrow.